Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey there. I'm just wondering, is there anybody listening who feels like you've been 
too hurt to heal. You've been taken advantage of so much that you're like, it is impossible to trust. Love isn't for me. I am just going to be at the bottom of the barrel. I'm just going to carry. It's just meant for me to carry generational trauma. I remember somebody told me, I promise you guys, they said, Michelle, my mom told me to stop trying to be successful because nobody in our family is successful. So just plan on being like us. And I was like, what? It's like I couldn't even be mad at her mother because that had to have been passed down. You literally feel like, no, we are to just struggle. Absolutely not. So that's why I'm just so thankful for our next guest who is checking in. She's a licensed therapist. She's got a brand new book, Why Am I Like This? How to Break Cycles, Heal from Trauma, and Restore Your Faith. You guys, she's out here doing her thing. So this episode, it's for you. It is another beautiful day here with Checking In. I'm so grateful for everybody that continues to tune in, subscribe, download. Again, we cannot do Checking In without you. The great thing about my podcast is I love having people that actually, well, it's good for y'all too, who know what they're talking about, who are passionate about what they talk about, who sometimes even speak from a place of their own experiences and human moments that they have had through life. And uh, I am so excited to have with us author, wellness advocate, trauma therapist. Like she's got credentials, y'all. She got the letters behind her name (laughs) and an amazing podcaster who's been making waves on social media by being so transparent and honest and so informative. Please give it up, a checking in welcome to Kobe Campbell. (laughs) Hello, thank you for having me. You are so, so welcome. I know you're a well, a deep well of information. Where you come from? What, 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 (laughs) who who your mom and them? Like where y'all was born and raised? Where are you from? Well, I like to say that I'm Ghanaian. My parents are from Ghana, West Africa, um, but I come by way of Vancouver, Canada. I was actually born in Canada, partially raised in Canada. And then my family moved from Canada to Greensboro, North Carolina. And I've been here in North Carolina ever since. Yeah, my people in them is African. Let me tell you something. You have the best of so many worlds and cultures. Ghanaian, Canadian. In good old Southern Greensboro. You about can't get yeah. no more Southern. Than <laughs> Greensboro, that's correct. <laughs> then Greensboro. I've spent some time in Vancouver last year filming and it. it's one of the most beautiful cities. I had, had only been twice, but the time span of how long it, it had been since I'd been to Vancouver was a long time. Rainy, but I could tell it's beautiful when it's spring. Yeah, for sure. And summer. And then as far as Ghanaian, I took my ancestry. I don't know if you're tired of people when they say this. No, Um, never. So the majority of my African blood is of Ghana. 
Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So we're we're family. We're pretty much family. We are pretty much family. So I am so proud of that. Then it goes down to Nigerian and somebody was like, somebody told me, I hate to use this word. I try not to use this word, but they was like, no wonder why you're crazy. You got Ghanaian <laughs> and Nigerian in you. you we're know. passionate people for sure. I like to use the word passionate. Passionate people and y'all that are listening who are either from Nigeria or Ghana or Ghanaian parents, Nigerian parents, there is a war going on. And it's been a war for a long, long time of who has the best jollof rice? Who? <laughs> the answer has been established time and time again that Ghanaian people make the most flavorful jollof rice that anyone has ever tasted. Um, so the war is within themselves. Okay. It's not with us. They're at war with themselves. So from a therapist standpoint, <laughs> that's what your that's what your assessment is, is you are at war within yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, y'all heard it here, and I'm gonna take her answer for it because she has studied human dynamics, behavior, and psychology. That's right. Of why this war has been going on so long is because you are at war within yourself and you mm. won't resolve. Yes. You go to therapy to accept that. Mm. Yeah, you don't have the best. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you're at war with yourself, other people are always the casualty. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. We yeah we can end this <laughs> episode just here on that. Kobe, what a joy to have you, and congratulations. She has a book called "Why Am I Like This: How to Break Cycles, Heal from Trauma, and Restore Your Faith." where you offer all of us well, you, uh, a deeper understanding of what trauma is and how it shows up in our everyday lives. I love how we're talking about trauma and faith yep. because a lot of people have lost faith yep. or maybe they get it back. But sometimes on your journey, when you've gone through so much, you're like your faith is shaken mm. or absolutely pulled out from under you. Yep. So I'm thankful that you are writing this book. We hear the word trauma a lot, mm. just like we hear so many other words thrown around. So trauma is talked about. Narcissism is being talked about. Some of the two words that are just kind of being thrown out there. But can you tell our listeners what is trauma? Ooh. And it's layered. I know it's layered from my yes. own mental health journey, but what, what what do you say it is? Yeah, absolutely. So I love to think of trauma. I think the most digestible way to receive what trauma is, trauma is a wound. That's literally what the word translates to in the Greek, wound. Trauma is a wound of our past that affects our present and our orientation to the future. It's something that happened to us in the past, but our body, our mind, our spirit, it's reliving it over and over again in our everyday situation. So we're living this pain out of context because our mind, our body and spirit saying we're not done with that. We need to talk about that. We need to deal with that. And until we deal with it, the way that we're oriented towards the future is always going to be tainted. Amazing. Amazing. Trauma is a wound. And you sounded like a preacher there when you say, because in the Greek, <laughs> those of y'all that go to church, so sometimes if you know, you know, if you know, you know, that pastor is going to say, because in the Greek, yes. it means wound. Uh -huh. now you don't have to go into details, but did you have your own life experiences that led you into this field? 
Absolutely. I think it's hard to find anybody who is passionate about trauma, who is not first experienced it and then become curious about it. You know, that was it for me. And, you know, um, I share this in the book, but in 2013, I had a suicide attempt and it wasn't one of those moments where I was, it wasn't a rash moment. It was a tired moment. It was a rock bottom moment. It's a, if I don't wake up tomorrow morning, I'll be okay moment. And for me, I found myself so weary of fighting for approval, feeling like I didn't get it. Or if I did get it, I only had it for a little bit, then I'm fighting for approval again. I just got exhausted with this cycle. Um, and I had this powerful moment, read about it in the book. I had a powerful moment. I'm excited to read it, y'all. We're Me going too. to get this book. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where I had this encounter with the Lord and I was on fire. I was like, yes, Jesus, mm, let's go, Holy Spirit. And uh, that high wore off like two weeks later. And then I was depressed again. And I couldn't understand it. So wait a minute. It is okay to have a relationship with God. Yes. Jesus. Yes. The Lord. Yes. And be depressed. Who? Okay. I'm trying. I don't want to get into the preacher bag, but yes. And if we, if we dare to actually look at scripture through the lens of what we've only been taught, we'll find that to be true in God's word, right? We look at numbers 11, Moses is saying to the Lord, uh, I didn't birth these people. I didn't birth these Israelites. They're knocking down my door asking for me. And he says, just have mercy on me and kill me. That's suicidal ideation. That's depression. That's anxiety right there with Moses. We see it in 1 Kings 19 with Elijah. He says, I'm no better than my ancestors. Take my life. He lays down hoping that he'll go to sleep and not wake up. Mm. We think we're the only people who that way. So monumental people, people of faith also deal with these human emotions and feelings, thoughts. Yep. When something seems too hard to bear something that seems too hard to overcome. Yeah. I was speaking with a friend of mine and he said he knows, I don't know what year, 2020, 2021, he said over 200 days out of that year, he kept saying, God, take me, God, take me, God, take mm. me, God, take me, God, take me. And wow. this person would be considered very high yep. in faith, but Things happened. And like you say, you're tired. Yeah. You're feeling overlooked. You feel like all the good that you're doing yep. and working. Yep. And people can be like, well, why are you looking at things from that lens? It's because you're allowing yourself to be human. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus is the greatest example of being human. And Jesus says, I've grieved to the point of death. That's suicidal ideation. To the point of death. And we can get into the trauma. <laughs> we can get into it, yeah. Because he he saw some stuff. Yeah, things were done to him. Yep. that were traumatic. Yeah, when you think of someone being in the garden, I believe that's where he was. Where yeah. where was he when he was bleeding blood or something? Yeah. Like, that was the garden coming out of his pores. That's considered blood. Yeah. Yep. That's and. and when we think about the definition of trauma, we have to really think about what Jesus experienced through the lens of he was wounded for our transgressions. If the word trauma translates to the word wound, he was traumatized for our transgressions. We have a Lord, we have a Savior who knows what it's like to be traumatized, who knows yeah. what it's like to be deeply wounded, to know who knows what it's like to be anxious 
and in the will of God, depressed and in the will of God, suicidal ideation and in the will of God, because Jesus was the will of God. Kobe, come on, somebody. This is so good. So when you come out of scripture and folks in the Bible, historical yeah. figures of today, mm-hmm. or um, a man who sits in Congress or a senator mm-hmm. just in the state of Pennsylvania has checked himself in to a treatment facility for depression. Yeah. So these are people where you're like, you're supposed to help protect my state by being this vessel. And the same with God. You're like, you're supposed to be this person. Jesus, you're supposed to be this person that is high and lifted up. So basically, y'all, no one is immune to trauma. Okay. So what if you're sitting here saying, well, I don't believe in any of that that y'all are talking about. I don't believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You don't have to believe in Jesus to have had trauma. Yeah. A recipient of trauma or someone who has seen somebody, you know, deal with some trauma. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But But nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Do you think trauma uh, is different from PTSD? Well, how, how do they differ? Well, I think trauma manifests as PTSD in some people, right? And okay. PTSD, it's really, um, it is a diagnosis that is in the mental health field, right? So people's trauma can show up very differently. And I say that because it's important for us to know that as uh, Black people, as Black women, because we may not have the flashbacks everybody else has, right? We may not have um, the night terrors. We may not have, we may just have a persistent sense of anxiety. We may just feel like our chest is always closing in. We just may struggle to have, uh, to remember things, or we may be able to perform and do the things and show up and lead the charge and encourage other people. But that doesn't mean we have, we don't have trauma, right? And PTSD is really a list of very specific trauma responses and how they manifest. And that is how trauma can manifest. But I also want us to be careful that there's still a lot of research being done about trauma. I mean, there was just a study that showed that depression does not show up in the way that is listed in the diagnostic manual in Black women. That's not how it shows up for us. Because we can get out of bed. We can put on a face. We can serve other people. We can lead the small group. We can do all the things and still be depressed. And so even though PTSD is a way that it manifests, it's not the only way that it manifests. You know why it shows up for us in that way? Because we were back in that time, in the time of slavery, building a country. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. Like you said, you can lead a meeting and be traumatized, Mm -hmm. where a lot of women didn't have a choice to be in the fields, in the hot sun, picking cotton, traumatized, still having a family to take care of, or maybe your family was ripped apart from you. I believe that's that's some of why Black women can get up, because it's generational. It's passed down. We don't have a choice. Survival. And then I'm wondering, what are your thoughts on surviving dysfunction? And the reason why we didn't think it was dysfunction is because we survived it. 
Yes. Oh my goodness. That's such a good point. Yeah. I think that survival has been the baseline for so long because of the history of this country, you know, um, because of colonialism um, overseas, because of slavery Mm -hmm. here, because of Jim Crow, because of all the things we have really felt like surviving is it. But yet there's a life where we can thrive. There's a life where we can be more than just alive. And yet we've been taught to just be satisfied with being alive. And we have a generation of people who are alive, but struggling. Mm, Like being alive is not enough. We got to feel at home in our bodies. And, you know, you said something powerful for people who don't believe uh, in Jesus or have the same religious perspective. Why I love all of this is because you don't have to share a spiritual belief to adhere to the reality of the biological reality, right? You're talking about things being passed down. That's called epigenetics. The trauma that we don't resolve is actually encoded into our DNA and then passed down to our children. And I love this field because it gives us language for what we already know. That's why when someone has a problem with alcoholism, we say, oh, well, his daddy used to drink and his granddaddy used to drink. We're talking about epigenetics. We had knowledge of something before we had true language for it, right? The distress that you're feeling is biologically encoded. That's why there's some things that'll make you jump and you don't know why. That's why some people make you uncomfortable and you may not have language for it. And it's so important Mm. that we know that just because you don't acknowledge your trauma doesn't mean your trauma is not showing up in your everyday life. Okay, so Kobe, do you and I and others that are listening do we have to pass it down? Mm, no, we don't have to. How do we not? By resolving our trauma. That I think one of the craziest things that a lot of people don't know as we're sharing information on the internet, all the things, trauma can be resolved. Trauma can be resolved. You can heal from trauma. Mm. But healing does not look like what many of us think it looks like. We think healing means I don't remember it. We think healing means when I look back on it, it no longer hurts me anymore. The same way that our brain is wired through repetition, our brain is rewired through repetition. That means some people were traumatized by things happening to them over and over again, but we can experience healing by acting in opposition to that trauma over and over again. The same system that encodes our trauma is the same system that encodes our healing. So healing doesn't always feel spa-like. Oh, no, no. Eucalyptus in the air. And oh, no. Your body being scrubbed and rinsed off <laughs> your and massaged. massaged. No. <laughs> <laughs> healing is often becoming awakened to the human experience. And I think that's why so many people become confused. You know, as we experience trauma, we shut down our emotions. We ignore them. We turn our backs mm-hmm. on part of ourselves we feel uncomfortable with or unsafe with. And when we heal, we become, we get access to the full range of emotions because a full range of emotions is needed for a full life. Jesus needed the full range of emotions. The goal is not to never feel sad. The goal is not to never feel angry. The goal is to know what to do with the sadness, what to do with the anger, what to do with the confusion, the jealousy, the shame. It's figuring out what to do with it, which means you have to get acquainted with it. You don't know how to interact with someone until you spend time with them. And a lot of us aren't spending time with our emotions enough to understand first what they're indicating because all things God creates has Mm -hmm. purpose. So what's the purpose of this emotion? For a lot of people, they don't know anger is an emotion that indicates a need for protection. So you're over here shaming yourself for feeling angry, but actually your anger is an indicator that you're developing self-worth 
worth. And now you're not okay with being treated like that. Ooh, come on, come on. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so you don't have to, like you say, we don't have to feel bad for being angry. It gives you, like you said, that right, that indignation to change, to like you said, to not settle. Yeah. Because unfortunately you had to experience something that made you angry enough to change. Yes, yeah, but it's it's a reminder that there's a part of you that knows exactly who you are. Ooh. And there's a part of you that knows that you deserve more. There's a part of you that knows how they're speaking to you, how they're treating you is not right. It's the part of you that's saying it's time to protect. It's time to defend. Why? Because I'm precious. Mm. When we estrange mm. ourselves from anger, we estrange ourselves from self-worth. Mm. Come on. So you said trauma can be resolved. It can mm -hmm. be healed is that the right word yeah well i would say healing is not just some instant removal yeah for sure healing really is a journey and a posture this is an example of how trauma can be healed right so if someone experiences a deep trigger related to door slamming right um you can work through that and be desensitized to door slamming right? It may take time. It takes work. It'll definitely take some courage, right? But there is a world in which there may be a door slam and you won't jump. There may be a door slam and you're not deeply distressed about it or deeply triggered by it. And I think a lot of us, this is what makes the trauma recovery process so hard is we're getting all this information, but then we're not getting the hope that accompanies it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're finding out all the things that are wrong with us, but we're not getting the information that tells us and something can be done. Come on. You use the word desensitize. Were you referring to a technique called EMDR that you can be desensitized or were you what a different Thing. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I utilize EMDR with a lot of my clients. And that's really what got me into the therapy world. I received my own EMDR. EMDR, what's funny is EMDR through a therapist who wasn't a believer was probably what strengthened my faith. Uh, one of the things I love so much about uh, trauma is like, I feel like trauma, once you know the way there, you know the way back. When mm -hmm. you know the lie the enemy's trying to sow in your life, you know the very opposition of that lie is what's true of you. And even when you don't feel it, you can hold on to it. Um, and so EMDR was life-changing for me, identifying the core lie, working through that, developing a desensitization to my past where I wasn't desensitized in the way of I don't care, but it no longer distressed mm -hmm. me to the level of shutting me down anymore. I could acknowledge what happened and still show up as myself. That's so good. One of a uh, EMDR session I had, I literally walked out and I was I felt like I could fly because the words I left out of that session was that was a lie. Yes. You mean to tell me I, I was believing a lie? So what we're talking about EMDR is eye movement desensitization re Process. processing. That's right. It's a technique that therapists use to help release trauma out of your body. Mm -hmm. I had EMDR. Kobe, I went to discuss something that happened in adulthood. Mm -hmm. Why did we find out <laughs> something from childhood and the trauma began to be released from my legs? Yes. Uh-huh. And I let out the ugliest wail and cry. And the therapist, she said, Please excuse my language, but you've been carrying a lot of, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you've been holding on to 
And so it triggered me to post, what have you been holding on to? Yeah. That I didn't know from childhood because sometimes as a child growing up, you feel like you have to hold on to trauma because yep. you don't feel like, who can I tell without feeling like you're airing out family stuff? stuff. Mm-hmm. And then layers on, I was a child that came from a respected family. So if you say something, does it tarnish that image? Yeah. So you're holding on to a lot of things. And then I get into a business where yep. your image cannot be tarnished. So you hold on to a lot of things unless you decide to disclose things out of feeling the need to be transparent, right? Mm-hmm. But even sometimes in this business, or even as you as a therapist, when you're transparent, it can make people, like to know that you had to go through therapy as a as a therapist, mm-hmm. people be like, might think you're weak or I need to go somebody perfect that no, you want to go to somebody that's experienced trauma. You, you, you want to feel like a public figure can identify with where you are. And so Mm -hmm. that word you said, desensitization, and this podcast will be two hours if we go into so many experiences, but thank you for that. And thank you for allowing me to share uh, my experiences. And I think that you touched on something that's so powerful. The things that are in our adulthood that really, really hurt us are often mirrors to things that happen when we're our childhood. You know, there's like a phrase in the therapy world, if it, if the response is hysterical, it's historical, right? If the response is so big, it's disproportion- disproportionate to what's in front of you, that's because there's some history there with that. There's some history there with that rejection or that abandonment, that feeling silence, right? So, you know, if it's hysterical, it's historical. And I think a lot of us think we're going in for like friend stuff or things with our partner, things with our career. And we get into that closed room with that therapist and we're sitting right beside our child self. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I didn't make a session. I didn't make this appointment for this. Yeah. Well, honey, that's what it turned into. And so much freedom was in the room. She, my therapist came and sat beside me and Mm -hmm. did a nice appropriate side hug to let the tears flow. And she kept saying, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. And so I have a whole nother session to tackle that that was revealed in that session. Yep. So I'm excited, so excited for people like you, Kobe, that are helping people release trauma one individual at a time. Yes. Now, how do you feel as a trauma therapist and wellness advocate? Do you feel bad where you're like, I just want to save everybody. I'm going to heal everybody of their trauma or be a vessel that helps people heal from their trauma. I feel motivated. I feel committed. You know, I feel like part of why I wrote this book, this book is really meant to be a trauma 101 for like black women who are Christians. Like, and for me, I felt like there was no resources. I struggled to find someone to guide me and help me and help Mm. me understand. And books are such a safe way to learn because you get the information, but you don't have to share if you're not ready with anybody. Right. Um, So I feel really motivated. You know, my husband's always like, you work a lot. You're up working and I do need to set some boundaries. (laughs) But the truth Ooh, is, oh, that was cold for something. He said you work a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 But uh I work a lot because I love what I do and I believe that healing is possible because I remember, I remember 
sitting in a room and thinking that not waking up was the only option for my life. Mm -hmm. And now I wake up excited. I wake up ready to show up for other people, ready to show up for myself. And I'm like, man, I want other people. I want other women. I want other humans, other black people to know that this is possible and experience it. And to know that God shows up in different ways and God might show up in that therapy session. You might, one of my favorite uh, post-traumatic growth is like this concept that Uh, talks about how when people experience trauma and they really begin to heal from it, they actually live fuller lives than people who didn't experience traumas like they did. Mm -hmm. One of the principles of uh, post-traumatic growth is from deep doubt can emerge a great faith. And I think that is what healing trauma is like. It's falling apart just to see how everything came together in a way you couldn't even imagine. So good. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. 
Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Trauma and faith. Yeah. And how I remember feeling like when you see trauma, it's got to be something that airs on CNN or First yeah. 48. Mm-hmm. Transitioning to another state as a child could have been yeah. traumatic. Yep. You know, you go from having your safe group of friends to walking into a school in rural North Dakota, don't know nobody, you know, (laughs) that can definitely be trauma. Yeah. Or I remember, you know, I wish I would have known earlier that therapy and healing from trauma is just not a white people thing. Or it's not a class thing. Only rich white people yeah. go to therapy. Only rich white people get a chance to heal from their trauma. And the very first therapy session that I went to, somebody was just sitting there in, in like a sweatshirt and some jeans. And I was like, I don't know what their economic state was, yeah. but I felt like it had a look to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when you said you're writing this book for black women of faith, because we were we were taught that just pray about it. Yeah. And sweep it under the rug and hopefully yep. God will find that prayer one day under the rug <laughs> and deal with it. How much yes. literally sweeping trauma under the rug, you go get married with that trauma in you. Yep. And then you have a husband or wife who's feeling like I don't ever make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're looking to them to heal something or fill a void that trauma maybe has extracted out of you. Yeah. Trust, lack of trust, or there. So we deserve, we deserve that healing from trauma. Speaking Absolutely. of, speaking of relationships, there was a post um, where you were talking about trauma and relationships and how it can definitely show up. In our romantic relationships Mm -hmm. and how you believe that there are long lasting effects of trauma, you bring it into relationships or from relationships. Yep. Mm -hmm. For those that are listening, how can you tell, Lord, because now, y'all, let me tell you something, Kobe, this checking in family, (laughs) they're going to be assessing people. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I can be in a relationship with you until you heal your trauma. Listen. Is it wise to be in a relationship with someone that has unresolved trauma? 
Well, you know, I really do think that that is a personal choice. I think that there is a part of trauma healing that comes from getting information and understanding how we're wounded, but relational pain is healed relationally. You can get all the information, but until you take the risk to re-enter relationship again, it's not fully resolved. It happened in the context of relationship. It has to be healed in the context of relationship. And why is that? Because I promise you, <laughs> some months ago, I was like, ooh, this work is working. It's like, yeah, because the only person here is the walls. Yeah. And yeah. your TV. Yeah. Then you bring somebody in and you're like, oh, let me call my therapist again because this is bubbling. Something is bubbling. And it don't I mean know. I didn't do the work and the work yes. and the work. And it's that sometimes you don't know until you get in a relationship. Why is it that relationship brings stuff up? Should mm-hmm. relationships just be easy and just... Be a I piece. Wish, <laughs> I truly wish relationships take away our ability to predict. Mm-hmm. We're connecting to someone with their own internal world and own internal experiences. And so relationships are the place in which we live out our principles and also learn about other people's principles, learn about how other people show up in the world, learn about other people's pain. And it really is a personal decision to say, I can bear with you in, in this or I can't. Sometimes our trauma may interact too deeply with someone else's trauma and we really may need some space. And sometimes someone else can be a healing presence. Someone can be a reminder that like, oh, I can be in a bad mood and be loved. I can have a rough day and be celebrated. Okay. So should you look for that in a relationship versus the other? Because if a relationship is always triggering something, is that a safe relationship? No, it's not safe. No. Okay. No. No, by nature of being triggered, you're you're not, your body's being triggered is literally your body activating the nervous system related to fear. So if Mm. your relationship is always triggering you, no, a relationship should be more safe than anything, but there's always risk. It's not wrong to experience a level of fear, not fear by way of like, oh, I'm going to be hurt or harmed, but fear by way of I need to be vulnerable. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to assert my boundaries, that type of that type of courage necessary. Um, But I think that relationships show us the parts of ourselves that we often try to tuck away. Listen, okay, so y'all, listen, she, this is this what she do for a living and I do have my own therapist, so I'm not trying to get a free session out of her, a free nugget out of her, but, so someone was telling me, they said, they feel like they know me, but they were like, I don't know things like what you struggle with or your fears. Mm. And I said, what, am I just supposed to volunteer that information? You know what I struggle with? You know what I fear? Like, no, it's not that I'm tucking it away, but it's yeah. so, I was just like, okay, so I guess that's the part where I'm, people say you're not vulnerable enough, mm-hmm. right? Now, a person can be vulnerable, but then it's, you're vulnerable at the most inappropriate times or it comes out in an inappropriate way. Yeah. I think that we have to understand that vulnerability is a moving target and nobody can master it. We have to be careful about the idea of being like, oh, I'm always a vulnerable person because vulnerability is a moving target. Once you have shared something enough that it doesn't feel vulnerable, now vulnerability looks like something else. Also, vulnerability is not for everyone. Vulnerability is not for everyone. We have to remember 
God created our nervous system to rest in a sense of safety and to only experience that sense of alert activation when danger is around. If being vulnerable always activates that danger response, then maybe we need to figure out how to be vulnerable with ourselves before we invite other people in. Because sometimes our vulnerability can be performative, right? Like people saying, I need to know this about you so that I can feel like you're human. Well, I'm human whether... I give you my sensitive information or not. And that's up to you whether you want to treat me as such. Mm. Because you never know. Sometimes you're vulnerable with people and it is saved and compartmentalized for a moment to be used as ammunition later. That's true. That's true. And I think that safety is something we should prioritize emotionally with ourselves. Do I feel safe sharing this information with them? If not, it's okay to say no. People are not entitled to our stories. Come They're on. They're not entitled okay. to our pain. They're not entitled to our fears. And when we want to gift them with the part of ourselves that's vulnerable and sacred, we should do so. When we do so, even if we're a little nervous, we should do so with joy and not with fear. Okay. Okay. Y'all, well, I'm just so excited again. I got to circle <laughs> back her amazing book titled why am i like this but y'all i don't even know if that's the emotion she had when she wrote the title <laughs> why am i like this how to break cycles heal from trauma and restore your faith maybe two more questions and i know you're on a pr role but when we want to talk about effects from the pandemic and what has been um do you think we've pretty much gone back to normal, but are you still seeing the the effects of the of trauma from the pandemic? Now I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I I experienced trauma from the pandemic. Cause honey, when they locked us down, I was like, Yes. <laughs> but then there are some people, this is not to take away the the loss of lives. Yeah, for sure. Jobs and the way people knew life to be. I like to be home anyway. Yeah. So I'm just going to be honest to everybody. I love you and I, my heart goes out to you, especially for those who thrive with human connection. Yeah. Like, I was okay. Yeah. So um. <laughs> I don't have no trauma from the pandemic. Mm. I learned how to cook with an air fryer, Kobe, and my chicken wings <laughs> are banging. Okay. <laughs> So are you still seeing effects from 2020? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'm seeing and studies show there's a rise in anxiety. You know, um, a lot of people are anxious there. We're realizing just how quickly the world that we've created can be destabilized. You know, I remember they were like, it's going to be two weeks and back to normal. I was like, yes, I need a two week break. Right. And then by month five, I found out I was pregnant with my second born two, two weeks before lockdown started. So uh, I'm like, OK, the kids got to go back to daycare. Something. Something. And I, I was panicking. I was anxious. I was and had a lot of people feel that way. Also, I will say this. A lot of, I've never been, and I know every therapist is slammed right now. We are booked. We are booked out, right? Yes. Um, the pandemic left people the space to begin to remember a lot of their childhood trauma. A lot of clients wow. coming in and I've spoken to other clinicians who are like, yep, yep, same here. Beginning, when you're stuck in a house all day and- you don't really have to work There's the same way you do your attention can kind of be here and present because a lot of us, how many of us have actually gotten 
long-term time alone with ourselves. None. We've been, there been people out here working since they were 16 years old. And before that, they were in school with extracurriculars and travel. And like, how many of us really have time to just sit? And a lot of people start to remember their childhood trauma and say, oh, I started having this dream because sometimes repressed memories can come up as dreams. I had this dream of myself as a kid or I just keep having this thought or this image flashing in my head. And they're realizing these aren't dreams. These aren't uh, just images. These are memories. Mm-hmm. And so a lot mm-hmm. of people are still, I, I know a lot of my clients and a lot of clients that um, my colleagues have are still dealing with that today. Wow. Listen, y'all, if we don't tell you anything else first of all my prayer for you is that therapists they start finding room in their schedule especially for (laughs) for my checking in family to where you're like you know I hear what they're talking about and I want to let y'all know processing with the therapist doesn't always have to be sad and full of tears. There are moments where I've laughed in my session and walked out like, did I just waste her time? Cause we literally talked about crawfish (laughs) or you know what I mean? So um, just, I I, I don't want people to, I, I tell people, Sometimes going to therapy and having a therapist isn't always to process trauma. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a listening ear about I, I'm making a transition from one job to the next or living yeah. in one state to the next. Or I just this is one lingering thing in this relationship that I'm in. And it, it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It can be that and trauma or just so I just want to encourage people sometimes certain decisions that we are scared to make refuse to make can be rooted in how we made decisions in childhood and why we were making certain decisions. So we just want to encourage you. You mentioned that this book was for, um, well, I knew there was a niche and y'all sometimes when you have a publisher, you know, it's like, who's your target audience. And so you you were talking about black women and women of faith because sometimes women don't know that you're super women in the house, but you don't know you can break away in prayer. You can break away with the therapist and you don't always just have to sweep stuff under the rug. Yeah. What is the next thing out of this book Mm. that your hope is for people to take away? Oh, uh, that God is a resource for their healing journey and not a critic of their pain. Mm. Resource and not a critic. Yeah. Your pain. He's not sitting up there with a clipboard. Oh, yeah. Like, why are you doing that? He knows exactly why. He knows how the traumatized body responds. He's not He's not annoyed because you're in a bad mood today. He's not angry or withholding his love because you're triggered today, because you had a flashback today. And that was a shift for me. And that was a game changer for me, feeling like God is with me in this He's not annoyed and and waiting for me to get over it so that he can bless me and give me the life of my dreams. Okay. Are you the first in your family to do this work and be a recipient of the work of therapy? Yeah. How is that? Fun. I love it. (laughs) My family is, and they are incredible. They're great. They're, they're open. They're open hearted. My parents are open hearted. My siblings are open hearted. My husband's open hearted. You know, I made him go to therapy ASAP. I said, you got to go. I don't care. I know. And the rule I gave him was when you go to therapy, you don't have to tell me a single thing. Mm. And that was something that like the goal of therapy, what you talked about laughing with your therapist, the goal is that you have a safe and confidential space. Okay. So good. No. So good. So good. Y'all listen again, Kobe Campbell, 
author of, I'm going to say it, best-selling book, number one in tons of genres. (laughs) Why am I like this? How to break cycles, heal from trauma and restore your faith. Yes, you, the person listening, can break cycles. Yes, you, the person listening, can heal from trauma. Yes, you, the person listening, can have your faith restored. All right. So, Kobe, thank you so much for joining us today. I promise you there's going to be breakthrough from people listening to this episode. Yes, I believe it. I believe it. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Aren't y'all like feeling like you can make it? Aren't you feeling like tempted to go book a therapist? Aren't you tempted to like see what therapy is about y'all I'm telling you go go and guess what just because if you don't find it the first go round, keep looking I'm telling you I'm here I hear a few testimonies per year saying Michelle I had to go to like two but I found my one I found my therapist so I encourage you there is a song called fear is not It's like you're, instead of saying hello to peace when you wake up in the morning, it's like anxiety is waiting for you at the door, right? This song says, hello, peace, hello, joy, hello, love, hello, strength, hello, hope. It's a new horizon. It says, fear is not my future. Sickness is not my story. Heartbreak is not my home. Death is not the end, but you are. What is that you are? Hope, love, life, protection, success, all things God. Yes. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Please let me know how you feel um, about this episode. Send me some love in the DMs. I like y'all that send me some love and interact with me and let me know that these episodes have been blessing you. All right. Take care. Hey, 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 if you live in Atlanta or you're like, you know what? I think I just want to catch a flight, not feelings. You know, I think I want to take a road trip to be in Atlanta on April 22nd for the first Black Effect Podcast Festival. All right. It's going to be live podcast from your favorite shows. I'm excited about the live podcast festival because it's going to be the first one. So I know it's going to be amazing. And I'm so glad that Charlemagne chose to have it home where I live. I don't know if he did it for me, but I'm just going to put it out there. He did it because of me. Okay. So listen, come and check me out. Come check me out. I'm going to be with the girls from Reasonably Shady. There's so many more. We're going to rock it out. Okay. Tickets are available at blackeffect.com. Get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. All right. I want to see you there because if I don't, I'm going to be mad and then I'll have to go get therapy. All right. So just, just come see your girl. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.